1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Oh, hell. All right, Daryl Ryder joins us right now. It's brought to you by Shive and Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry jewelry store. Daryl, how the hell are you?
3: I'm good, guys. How are you?
2: Doing wonderful. Danny Cunningham in with me today. Daryl, you may or may not have known that. Lima is still uh, dealing with his children. Uh, Now multiple. Uh, (laughs) Daryl... I hear from Albert yesterday that possibly the 49ers might be willing to make a deal. Are the Browns, would the Browns be interested?
3: Well, I mean, look, Andrew Barry's one of the more aggressive GMs uh, in the league. He has uh, yet to have a quiet off season. So yeah, I mean, if there is, you know, ways to upgrade uh, the current roster through a trade, although I don't know that the Browns have much that anyone wants. Um, but yeah, sure. I mean, I I would say that, uh, you know, Barry will explore any and all options to make it a better team going into the 2024 season.
4: Darrell, why do you think the Browns have had difficulties with drafting a wide receiver and having that at that specific position be an immediate impact? Um, I I think, uh, you
3: know, combination of where they're picking, combination of the player pick, combination of lack of development uh, at the position, which, again, it surprises me that the receiver coaches survived um, (laughs) because I don't think that there was a lot of development outside of, uh, you know, Omar and Cooper having uh, an outstanding uh, season at that particular position. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's just one thing. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens can't draft a receiver to save their life either. Uh, and, and, they, you know, they, they've been trying to do that since well, they, they did got the ball. Well, they
2: did finally get Zay Flowers. They did finally yeah. get him. But I understand what you're saying. Historically, they have been swinging and a-missing.
3: Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, it, it, I think it's a combination of things. It's not just one single reason.
2: Uh, well, Daryl, you said, going back to the last question, I mean, you brought up you know, who would be worth it f- from the Browns' perspective? And I-, I think that's the first question a lot of people brought up. You know, we had Mary Kay on yesterday. And I, you know what, damn it, Daryl, I didn't even think about this because I asked about Jed Wills, like the same questions I've asked you before about Jed Wills' future with the new o- offensive line coach and everything like that. And, you know, there's poss- is there a possibility? I don't know if, if – I'm not saying there is, but is there? I want to ask you a possibility that Jack Conklin, if healthy, could be on the move maybe to Tennessee or something like that?
3: No, I mean, look, I, you, you never say never, but um, he is coming off injury. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to get for him? You know, I, it's been a while since he's played a complete season. So um, I, I think that's easier for us to talk about and maybe a little harder in reality to to pull off as far as a, a trade goes. But look, when you look at the, the offensive line with Andy Dickerson, you know, coming in to, to, to be the new coach with, you know, Bill Callahan, his kid in Tennessee now. Um, well, I, I think that, you know, it's certainly fair to contemplate what changes to that group will be made because who's to say that, you know, the, the, the players in that room, as good as they may be, who, who's to say that they fit what they're trying to now accomplish up front uh with new offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey in the mix too. Like there's so uh you, you got contracts, you got uh where they are in their career, you got injury history, you've got scheme and technique and there there's you know this offensive line, you know, I I think there's a chance it could get, could look a little different uh come the fall. Uh and if not this fall, then probably next fall in 2025. But um, when you change your offensive coordinator, you change your offensive line uh, coaches, uh, either by choice or by circumstance, it, it, it's reasonable to think that, you know, the way you were doing things the last four years is not how you're going to be doing things going forward.
4: Should there be pressure to have Dewan Jones on the field?
3: No, because he's not making any money. The, the, the pressure to put people on the field is for Conklin and, and Wills because those dudes you're you're paying like a combined $30 million to. I think the so. pressure is
2: to put it on Dewan Jones just because he's better than those yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, you want to have
3: your best five, and yeah, I but anyway, part of
2: but Darryl, it. But, I understand, Daryl, I understand what you're saying about the money that's being paid to the other two. That's true.
3: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you are not going to pay $15 million to a player that you are not playing. That's just not how this works. So, um, you know, uh It's good that they got depth and um, considering the injury history of both of those uh, players, it's good they have depth.
2: Daryl, Jason Lloyd wrote about the stadium yesterday uh, in The Athletic. Is there a possibility we could get marijuana taxes to pay for a new stadium?
3: (laughs) I think that there's a a lot of things uh, under consideration to try and find ways to fund the, you know, public portion, uh, of the Dome, um, you know, right now uh, the Browns are working on, uh, and I talked about this on the latest It's Always Game Day in Cleveland podcast. Uh, I, I wrote about it when I uh, uh, wrote about the potential of them acquiring that land in Brook Park, that, um, you know, the Browns are already working on conceptual ideas behind the scenes of what a new Dome will look like. Um, and that's just kind of part of the process. If you're going to think about buying some land, obviously you're going to think of what you're going to put on said land, but, um, that, that's the challenge, uh, is how to pay, uh, for this, uh, the, the Vikings are, I think the model, um, they, they paid their stadium off in less than a decade, uh, with the, the charitable pull tabs thing that they did up in Minnesota. Uh, and as Jason wrote, that's not to say that's going to work here in Ohio. Uh, you know, obviously we have the, the sports betting gambling uh, revenue, which um, my understanding is uh, sports betting kind of big here in the state of Ohio. So why can't you divert a portion of those uh, proceeds since those are the actual customers, right? Uh, consuming uh, professional product, uh, athletics products, you know, why don't you take and uh, you know, move some of that money uh towards uh stadium financing not just for the Browns but the Bengals uh they're in the middle of a uh a uh, whatever they call that stadium down there the formerly known as Paul Brown Stadium uh they're in the middle of a tune up down there with that building um about 60 million dollars uh, this off season split between the team and the in the public um so it doesn't look like they're actually going to build new but like you know the, you have the problem of not just constructing these buildings, but maintaining them uh, and keeping them up to date. And so uh, I think that uh, this year is going to be very, very important uh, on the political side as far as figuring out what to do, because you can't come up with a billion dollars to renovate the existing one. Uh, What are you going to do when the, the, the price tag for a new dome is, twice the cost uh, of a renovation. How are you going to come up with the money to, to, to handle that? So um, there's going to be a lot of back and forth this year, I think, uh, not only between the Browns, uh, but, you know, with the, uh, the politicians and we've already seen that with uh, the Browns putting out the statement a couple of weeks ago and then quickly the city of Cleveland put something out. And so um, it's only the beginning, but you know, the, the clock is ticking. The, the lease is up like in five years. So, they got to get this thing figured out this year.
4: Daryl. with all the back and forth, with the statements, with buying land in Brook Park, and all the negotiating tactics that go on, I think we kind of lose sight at some point. But what do you actually think the Haslam family wants? Like, what is their ideal scenario for a new stadium? They want a dome. Like, yeah, (laughs) they want a dome. And I don't
3: blame them. Uh, because you can do more with a dome than you can do with the existing building you have. And the issue is I I see people say, Oh, there's nothing wrong with Cleveland Brown stadium. There's a lot wrong with that stadium. It is one of the worst stadiums in the national football league. It wasn't built. Well, it was built on a rush. It wasn't designed. Well, Uh, you can't uh, you're limited in how you can retrofit the thing. Um, part of the reason the, the renovation costs a billion dollars is because when they built it in the first place, some genius decided we only need to dig out half the stadium to put locker rooms and stuff in instead of doing a full 360 like every other stadium in the world has for a service level. Like that, that in and of itself, un- digging all that out and underpinning, and uh, that's going to cost a small fortune to fix. So. Um, and, and the Haslam put some lipstick on that pig back in 2014 and 2015 when they put $100 million of their own money into the thing um, uh, j- just to, you know, modernize it so you can actually see the scoreboards a little bit and, and hear what's being said over the PA system. Like, the building was obsolete the day it opened its doors. You know, I remember Al Lerner had to fork out the money for the escalators because they took that out of the design. They, they kept chopping so much stuff out of the design to, to keep it within the original budget because the construction costs were soaring. So um, this is the, the price to be paid for not doing the project right the first time. And they've been able to kind of limp this thing along. And I, I just, I think that you're at a point that it's not worth investing in that building. If if you're going to talk about a billion plus dollar investment in a facility that's already choked off from a city, like, you know, let's not be clutching the pearls about the economic impact that the Browns have on downtown Cleveland, West Sixth, Sure. There's impact there. Our tailgate is awesome every season, but like, Football fans, they go to a parking lot, fire up the grill, drink the beers, go to the game, get in the car after the game, and they go home. You know, they're not wandering around downtown Cleveland, uh, you know, like you see at Gateway with the Cavaliers and the Guardians. It's, it's, it's just different. And, you know, the, the new renovation plans for the lakefront, stuff like that, a uh, lot of the tailgate lots go bye-bye. You know what I mean? Like so, um, and 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 also, let's not act like they're moving out to Richfield or they're moving down to Akron or they would be moving down to Canton. Like that—that's the 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 site. First of all, it used to be owned by the city of Cleveland. They swapped it with Brook Park for the IX Center. That was years ago. People forget that. That's where the old Ford plan is. That's number one. Number two, it's a stone's throw over the 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 city limit line. There, like it's right. There. And again, used to be city of Cleveland land. So uh, I, I don't think that this is as traumatic of a thing. Um, and yes, there would be tax revenue. There's tax revenue involved. And I understand all that. But if that stadium that dome get would get were to be built in Brook Park, you you can make up tax revenue by developing the land, probably the way it should have been done uh, after municipal stadium got torn down. And had a stadium built elsewhere, so um, yeah, you're, you're just you're paying the price for not doing this thing right. And I get, I give the Haslam's credit; they've given themselves uh, enough runway to go through all the options and make a really informed decision uh, about what makes the most sense, what's more, most feasible, uh, you know, for 2029.
2: Daryl, uh, th- th- it was seen yesterday, USA today that um you know the accusers lawyers are looking to have Deshaun Watson testify in these civil suits. Uh how close of attention are we paying to it this summer considering you know the NFL could reexamine things if they find out more information.
3: Yeah, I it, it, I mean he, there is a double jeopardy thing here. Um my understanding is that uh, under the terms of the original uh, agreement, disciplinary agreement, that uh, unless the um, the the allegations that were levied against Watson change significantly, um, that he will not be suspended. That is the only thing that. Um, I think is worth monitoring from an NFL disciplinary standpoint is if uh, one of these cases happens to make it to trial and the allegations against Deshaun change and um, the uh, seriousness of those allegations is, is increased as well. Otherwise, I think he's covered. Um, and the only thing that, aside from going through that legal process and the, uh, you know, the public shame and embarrassment that would come with that, I, I don't believe that Sean will face additional suspension. So, yes, it's obviously uh, worth watching um, to, you know, see if um, – the, you know, the allegations are different, but if they remain in line with what we have already heard him be accused of in the time frame which he was accused of, then I do not believe the NFL will levy additional punishment against him.
2: Hey, Daryl, is that a good idea? How good of an idea is this to have first pitch at around 310 on April 8th, right when the eclipse is supposed to happen?
3: That's a horrible idea. That's an awesome idea. Well, <laughs> it wasn't my idea, awesome. thank God.
2: Thank God it wasn't that mine. A,
3: that was a... That's horrible. You trying to get someone killed?
4: No. It's awesome. Go. Boom. Where are the glasses?
3: Uh, da, 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 yeah, Just do it at 510. Let everyone enjoy the thing. And Yes. Wear the glasses. Do not stare idea. into the sun. It's a great do idea. Not do, Don't tell me do what to do, do. Daryl. Damn it. <laughs> hey, I'm just – I want you to be able to see on October 8th at about 5, 10 p.m. I want you to be able to see that first pitch, Ken. I'm looking out for you.
5: Okay.
2: Daryl, <laughs> thank you very much for the time. All the best. You bet, guys. Have a great weekend. Good, you too. Come on. You know it's getting closer because it's becoming a more hot button issue every day. I'll take one call. and We're going to move on. Demos, hello.
3: Good morning. Uh, you know, Daryl and I are both from Warren, but that's where the the uh, everything ends. I don't as care far where you are from. Comparison. So the, uh, the the whole notion of the stadium, it, you know, he couches his opinion as like he's some kind of expert, like an architect, and and this case, a
2: licensed contractor by the state of ohio
3: okay and uh yeah Not he's licensed
2: he's also today. a neurologist
0: anyway he uh yeah that too and a lawyer i heard in the last one because
3: there's the roger goodell doesn't have any kind of double jeopardy he's the judge jury and executioner on deshaun Ooh, watson tough so, talking
2: d- demos don't worry about that but
3: i'm the stadium was built explicitly for the wind in in Cleveland.
0: The prevailing wind now comes in the open end. No, I need see your
2: credentials. If you're going to accuse Daryl of not about architecture, I, I need I'm to see your credentials.
0: I'm old enough to remember when it was built and why it Darryl's looks old like enough Darryl to remember should. when it's built yeah,
2: too, Demos.
3: I don't care. He's full of crap. And because when you <laughs> look at the, the whole... <laughs> oh, oh then north. I knew
2: that was coming. Hey, we got some calls today, don't we? You're making me think twice no, about so coming in So
6: the one hot. caller that calls in every time and goes, we don't need a dome, is calling in to tell us more about the wind and all that. Good job. Same call. Built every for
4: time. the prevailing every winds Every time that we talk
6: about the stadium, same call, every time. Keep it up, Demos. Well, it is... Every time.
2: No, hold, now, hold on. Now, that part I disagree with. Now, I'm, I'm splitting hairs well, here. I'll kick I'm parsing words here. Well, you can't kick me. I mean, I could. I mean, you could come over, but good luck. So who will push the button? Who will do it? That's right. If I don't have you to push your buttons, we can't do coming in hot. I'm not pushing the button. Nope. I don't know how. The, the thing, Daryl. He can't come on and just rip Daryl's credentials when I don't know his credentials. Second of all, <laughs> Warren, I will say, and I am, I That's am splitting hairs here, which I don't <laughs> care. I, I don't. I, what does that have to do with the price of fish? I drank with the old mayor of Warren once. How was that? It was excellent. Good. It was excellent.
3: Congratulations on all your success. Bet
2: your ass. It was a good time. It's a real good time. Where at? City Uh, Hall? um, No, it was the night
6: before Thanksgiving. And all through the house?
2: (laughs) That's Thanksgiving, not Christmas. Yeah, it's a different one. (laughs) Yeah. No, I was supposed to go... eh, what the hell. I was supposed to go pick up... This girl I was seeing was supposed to go pick up her dad... Because I guess he only... The had, bar? He only had... Yeah, he only had drink he, was, he, he still is. He's a great guy. But he only had drinks like once a year. And it was once a year. That day? In, on Thanksgiving Eve. And I went to pick him up. And they go, hey, have a drink. Have a, uh, have a drink. And then, you know, then I had to get picked up. Things so, escalated. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You know, what are you going to do? It's night before Thanksgiving. You know, these, these things happen. It's tradition. What the hell is I saying? Oh, yeah. If we're going to do this, I do have to say... And, uh, Oh and I know you didn't mean this, bless you. But they have to there has to be both sides. I have to be able to hear both sides. I can't just sit there because then it's it looks I have to be fair. Like I I've been upfront and honest. I'm a sports talk radio sh- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: what makes the teams i don't want to say happy but what keeps the teams here is what keeps my bread buttered so i'm always open and honest about that but i can't just sit there and say well you don't like the stadium and that's it I so i don't want to i just don't want to scare anybody out of it and think that we're not we're not hearing no, both sides no i'd this. be open to hearing
6: further thoughts about things but I understand. it's the, it's the continual same thought you're right you are right but it's the same thought from the same caller correct and
2: that's and if there's pe- new people listening or driving through, I just I want to no, be able I, to know.
6: I enjoy conversation and welcome it to the program.
2: He enjoys dialogue.
6: Oh, no sure done for it. it it's going to say it on my tombstone one day.
4: <laughs> ah. What's this viral take you had? So, I think it was Yahoo Sports. And this was after the Super Bowl. They tweeted out, who's closer to the GOATs? Is it Mahomes de Brady or... LeBron to Michael Jordan. And I quote tweeted it, and essentially what I was trying to do was, like, it was my clever way of saying that LeBron is better than Jordan because I I believe LeBron to be the greatest basketball player and the best basketball player we've ever seen. So I tweeted out that I think Mahomes is closer to Tom Brady's greatness than Michael Jordan is to LeBron's. The hell does that mean, though? It means, what I meant it to mean, is that LeBron is greater than Jordan. That's what I was getting at. Some people picked up on that. Some people got mad about that. I went to bed. It had like 500 likes. I woke up. It had 5,000 likes, and I don't know how it got there, and it just it destroyed my so Twitter all for an entire is day. So you're saying LeBron is better than Jordan? That's basically what that tweet was, and it took But off. you're
2: saying Mahomes is better than Tom Brady? No. So Tom Brady's better than Mahomes? Well,
4: Brady or Mahomes is still chasing Brady in yeah. your eyes. And That's there is what I no have. Chase. And I don't I don't think LeBron's chasing Jordan in your I anymore. understand I where he you're has coming from. Him.
2: Well, yeah, but you then you said it's greater than so is LeBron way ahead of Michael Jordan to you?
4: I think he's significantly ahead of him. I do. And how? because of everything that LeBron has done when you add in just how good he's been at basketball, he is Michael Jordan was a great scorer and he was a great winner. But I think LeBron has been better at so much more inside the game than Michael was. And when you add in the fact that he's now done this for 20, what, 21 years, this is when you add in the longevity to it, we've never seen someone do the things LeBron has done this deep into a career. The only argument there is for Michael Jordan is, well, he's got six rings. That's it. That there's not another argument there. It's he's got six no. rings, six and zero oh in the finals. You're crazy. No, that's that's what everyone's You're argument crazy. with Michael Jordan is. It's he's got six. rings. Well, he
2: does have six rings, right? But it, like, I'm I'm not saying he doesn't have six rings. That's part of the facts. He has six rings, correct?
4: But that's that's what <laughs> I, you, every no, Jordan you, argument what, falls what, back on. Listen, I'm,
2: I gave it up a couple of years ago. I said because my whole thing and people got mad at me. My whole thing about LeBron James, I think it was last year, I finally gave it up. Once you say somebody's better than somebody who's retired, that's it. That's the end of the argument. Yeah. There's no more. Because that person can't defend themselves. So I think that needs to be held in high regard. I can't just sit there and go, hey, LeBron's better than Jordan, and that's it. But if you're, you're saying way better than Jordan, come on, man. I think it's – it, to me, it's significant. The only thing I can say is, come on, man. To me, it it's, it's significant. It is not significant. It I is have, not significant. But, you cannot say a guy who has four rings compared to six – and does get people involved. He does, he does, he does, he does. But Michael Jordan, I'm sure he made other people money. Sure, I'm no sure doubt. he led the team. I'm sure that he paid the fiddler for all those things. I, I'm pointing out that you can't say he's significantly better than Michael Jordan, Danny.
4: I think when you get to a point where I've, I have felt LeBron's been better than Jordan. This is almost since. as bad as the
2: solar eclipse take.
4: No, with. they're both correct. Um,
2: Might be the dumbest thing said on the radio this week on the fan. <laughs>
4: I believe I started really feeling this way, not the significant portion of it in 2018. Like after that playoff run, it's like, okay, I just I don't believe that there's ever been anyone that's been better at basketball than LeBron, and when the resume stacks up to the greatness. And that was at this point six years ago. So if so, just because you said me, it before everybody else, no, 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 that means no, he's aware No, weird because there were the, there were the, people the that that have said it before me. I'm not going to act like I'm some yeah, trendsetter. Right, correct, yeah. I got it. I stole his take, actually.
2: You going to grow your hair out, too? No. Oh, okay. No, I can't do that. Because he did his. He looks like the guy in Con Air.
4: <laughs> I've not seen that movie, but you're right, he does. Nick Cage. Go ahead. After feeling like that from 2018 on, and it's not as if the gap, because you brought up the point Michael Jordan's retired, and you're correct, he can't defend himself, he can't further that basketball legacy, can't further that resume. But right, he is retired. Correct. But LeBron has for six years since then. I think in that six years. So he just
2: had more time? Well, no. It's that he's been great for six years since. That sounds like a
4: six-year recency bias, though. No, it's adding to what he had already done. That's creating the significance for me. Like, if if LeBron would have retired in 2018, instead of going from the Cavs to the Lakers, just would have called it quits. I would have felt LeBron's the greatest basketball player I've ever seen. He's the greatest basketball player of all time. But the fact that he's had six years of stuff after that makes it significant. Four, it adds to it.
2: 216 Is Danny Wright or Danny wrong? I, I'm, that's not a new segment. Danny Wright? Danny wrong. There was a guy dancing Danny Wright who was on the radio. Is Danny Wright or Danny wrong? I think you're wrong. I I mean, LeBron's better, but LeBron ain't that much better.
4: But if you're if you're tripping over, you know, it's just the significance is the only thing that's wrong with that argument. We'll I think phones. I've got a point. We
2: we'll get the phones 216474 to below 92. That and uh, Brandon Tierney joins us at nine from WFAN in New York. We'll talk to him about this as well. Ken Carmen, Danny, Danny Cunningham. and for tone on the fan. Brandon Tierney, WFAN,'ll we'll we ask him a national, a different perspective. I mean, it's a New York perspective on the Eastern Conference. Swalls All-Star stuff coming up. Danny says LeBron's way better than Michael Jordan.
4: And here we are. A lot of people agree with me on the internet.
6: I, I was understand. Not, by that. not on my internet. They I don't- understand the path. I think that, I think LeBron forged a new trail, right? They're not, he stopped chasing Michael at some point. Right. And went beside him. And now is the third back. Mahomes has not done that yet. He's, I think Correct. he's going to. So,
4: and, and this gets back to what we talked about last time I was on this show. The best versus greatest argument that, can you don't necessarily agree with. But I believe Patrick Mahomes is, I've never seen someone that's we better were, at we quarterback still, yeah. than Patrick Mahomes. I think he's the best quarterback ever, but he doesn't have the resume yet to be the greatest. That's. That is essentially what I was trying to get in while also taking a, a trolling stance on the LeBron-Michael Jordan debate. That's okay. what I was doing with that tweet. I believe LeBron to be better than Jordan. I think LeBron's the greatest basketball player of all time. I think Tom Brady's still the goat in football, but Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback that I eventually do believe one day will be regarded as the greatest in that sport.
2: Okay. 216 92 Nick in Cleveland. Nick, hello. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good morning. Not bad, Nick. Go ahead. I loved the take of Jordan's closer to LeBron thing. That
0: was awesome. I mean, I think LeBron became the goat when he brought the Cavs back from three to one. I don't think Jordan ever would have brought the Cavs title. I don't think that would have happened. Um, going to any team, he. You went don't think to
2: Michael Jordan would have brought the Cavs a title? Nope. No, I do Are, not. are you both
0: high? Are you no, both no, high? No, no, no. I mean, there's no I, way to prove it. Listen, man, no I get high, I, I, I enjoy both. getting high, Matt, but like, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, it's just, there's a difference between what LeBron has done, going to any team he wanted to go to and winning a title is just insane. I mean So you're
2: telling like, me I'm, if if LeBron, if Michael Jordan wanted to go to the Pistons, if Michael Jordan wanted to go to the Pacers, if Michael Jordan wanted to go to the the Boston Celtics, he couldn't have won a title with those teams? Boston Celtics, maybe. Not Pistons. the Pistons? Not the okay, not what the about Pistons. the Knicks? What about the Knicks? The teams he beat in the Eastern Conference playoffs many no. times over. No. No. Oh not, my uh, god. You, not at all. This is revisionist. And, and, and the other this thing. is revisionist. Okay, this, just,
0: this is just something That for Knicks fun.
2: team led them 2-0 in a series. They had won 27 at home at the Garden, Nick.
0: I understand, but like it's there's a difference between what we saw with LeBron James, the longevity of the guy. I mean, listen, the the year after we went to the finals and won. He brought that team without Kyrie Irving with I mean, I I can't even name you the starting five besides maybe Tristan Thompson. On that team, he brought that team to a title to a title opportunity against against a Golden State team that was laced with every player in the NBA. They had to bring in Kevin Durant to even stop LeBron James. Like that's incredible. Like that just doesn't happen. If, If if the Pacers, Knicks, Celtics, and all of them got their best players together, it's Still wouldn't have been that Golden State team in twenty sixteen. I mean, how could you
2: not name? How could you not name that? Uh, Nick, goodbye. I'm sorry, I have to let you go. Oh, I got to get, get more callers in. How could you? How could you I say like you can't? Nick, how could you say you can't name the 2016 starting lineup for the Cleveland no, he Cavaliers? was Talking
4: about uh, 2018. The 2018 team. Yes, it's basically the same one as the 2016 team. Well, he was talking once Kyrie left, and there was a lot of turnover at the trade deadline that year. I believe that's the year he was talking about. We just got him the finals. They lost in five. Ge- they lost in four games. Correct. Should have lost in five. They that team was yeah outside. Oh, of, yeah outside of LeBron, that was not a playoff caliber team.
2: I mean, I'm sorry to be so emotional about this, but this is just no, revisionist, gentlemen. This is revisionist.
4: Um, and to but, to disagree with Nick, Michael Jordan, if he would have gone to you know the bad boy Pistons at that era or the Celtics, Michael Jordan would have
2: beat the brakes off of everybody yes. with those teams. That,
4: that would have been Durant going to the Warriors, Anthony That's Mason, that Patrick been. Ewing, John Starks.
2: Who am I missing? Oak. Michael Jordan? Forget it. Am I wrong, Owen?
6: With that Knicks team? Yes. Oh, yeah. They would have killed everybody.
2: Reggie, Cleveland. And then they would have played basketball. Reggie and Cleveland. <laughs> hello. Oh, Reggie, hello.
6: Hey, man. So Hi. hey, fellas. So is that Nick you said?
2: Yeah, that was Nick the caller. This is Danny who's co hosting with me here. Hi, Reggie.
6: Okay, so Danny, hey. So I agree with Danny. So he's saying, like, as far as position players go, like, like in basketball, Jordan could have easily took over the game by himself. Like, they're all equally great, but Jordan can take over a game, Tom Brady has to pull the team together. Like, the quarterback can't do everything by himself. So I'm simply saying I'm
2: I'm a little confused. Yeah. I'm sorry. What are you saying, Ray? Well, he said it simply. Like, say
6: it again. Like, I'm sorry, not like, Tom Brady, but like Mahomes, like yeah. Mahomes has to pull like the team together. Like he can't win the game by himself. That's true. So, so like Jordan, like you said, like Jordan or LeBron, like they can do the stuff by themselves. Like they can score points. Well,
4: yeah, less players, different games. Well, and yeah. playing both sides of the, the And court, playing both sides. Yeah. And Mahomes will never make But Danny make a stuck
6: to the same sports. He didn't.
2: Well, yeah. Well, no, he didn't. That's right, Reggie. Thank you very much for the call. He didn't cross the sports. He didn't cross the streams. He he kept it to the yeah, same. Yeah, I'm not trying to say Mahomes is better than Michael Jordan. Yeah, no, it's the same thing. Larry in Garfield Heights. Hello. How are you doing? I just say, Danny. LeBron's not even on my on Kobe Bryant level. All right, stop. Whoa, he, 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 he that's stop. Whoa. Come on, man. You stop. Danny, Larry got you back stop. that up. Hold on. Let Larry Kobe, try to back stop. it up. Well, let Larry try wait, to back it up. Just a minute. Reckless speculation. We're on his time. All right, you got you got twenty seconds to back hours, it up, he Larry.
0: Go, anything. go. Yeah, because uh, Kobe Bryant is the closest thing I've seen to Jordan. Then LeBron don't even come close.
4: Why? Can we get some evidence because, here? Because LeBron got to have all the
0: best players with him all the time. And all this switching team stuff. Where does
4: Shaquille O'Neal know, come
2: from? Why Kobe, dis- Kobe wasn't I, the, I the best
4: player on three now of his title teams.
2: Now I have to disagree. I mean, the time he had Shmush Parker with him, then yeah, fine, I'll give you that. But like but didn't he didn't make the playoffs. He had Shaquille O'Neal at one point there, Larry. Well, the greatest arguably I, I, the greatest center who ever played the game. I just, I just I just say, well, he won without Shaquille. He did win a championship without Shaquille. A couple. Right. He did win right. without Jimmy. LeBron
6: won one with Timo Faye Mozga.
2: But it, the, the yeah. see, I mean Larry Sasha And hey, hey, Jordan won with what was that dude's name? Luke. What was his name? He was horrible. Luke Longley? I think yeah, that's his name. Well, yeah, because they had Luke, to get rid they had to get rid of the horse. Well, Hor- they didn't get rid of Horace Grant. Horse Grant Horace took a big he contract. Left. Yeah. Right. All right, Larry, thank you very much for the call. I gotta fit somebody in here real quick. Can't Rob wait, downtown. Change hello. Up. Hello, Rob.
5: Hey guys. Hi. Good morning, guys. Hmm. I really can't touch on Mahomes versus Brady because Mahomes' career is probably a third over. But with the Le- LeBron versus Jordan argument, like, let's speak some facts here. Danny, eighty percent of your Twitter followers are from Ohio, so they're going to agree eh. with you. First Ooh. of all, I
2: don't and know Sanders if that's out of the
4: market. I've lived in a few different states. He did live in Wisconsin. I have a lot. I have a lot of people in in he Minnesota. In Minnesota that follow me all still. Right,
5: fair enough. Fair enough. But when it comes to LeBron versus Jordan, you lost me when you said LeBron is significantly better than Jordan because those were your words. You, you grew up watching LeBron play 500 to 1,000 times. You've watched tape of Jordan. It's not fair to make a bold take when you're not qualified to do it. And when you haven't seen Michael Jordan play, <laughs> Ken Carman and I can't sit there. And say Nikola Jokic or Joel Embiid are better than Wilt or Abdul Jabbar. Well, Danny's not that young. Wait, wait. Game. I'm 30. How old?
2: You're 30? He's yeah. young.
5: He's, uh, he's not 44. I remember jo- watching Jordan 10 for a few few games, going to see him live twice. Rob, Danny's watched. What do you know LeBron about prevailing 1, games. wins?
2: Rob, I'll say this. Let me, But I, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Rob. <laughs> Rob. I Now, I you, you and I agree with each other, right? We do agree with each other. I will say this, though. Yes. How old are you? I'm 44. You're 44. Okay, so you saw, you saw Michael at an older age. The Michael I know, I was still a. I, I mean, I was seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Like I wasn't nearly as critical of anything as I am now as a 37 year old man. So I do put that against myself <laughs> when I talk about LeBron and with Michael Jordan because, I mean, I, I sit there and I give arguments and take arguments every day about sports. So I'm not sitting there at 7 years old or 10 years old watching Space Jam going, well, you know, Michael really doesn't do this and Michael doesn't do that. Like, I I have to put that into my own consideration, Rob. I wasn't an adult when Michael was at his very best.
5: I agree, Ken. I love LeBron. I think that he has a chance to surpass Jordan. But to sit there and say that LeBron is significantly better than Michael Jordan when you've seen tape of him, it, it, that's just that's just not fair i that's, have to that's agree the wrong way to make a bold take
4: i have to agree it's rob fair. thank you very much for the call. I've, I've watched enough jordan. I've watched, enough jordan. I've it, watched enough jordan it's acting Point. like counterpoint <laughs> like I, I don't know who this guy is
2: well i mean i wasn't there in november of 1963 but i've seen plenty of tape to yeah, make I've up seen my own mind one for sure <laughs> coming up next brandon <laughs> tierney tierney joins us on the show wfan in new york How close have the Cavs got to the Knicks? Have they surpassed the Knicks? And he feels Jalen Brunson should be getting MVP consideration. Maybe, maybe not with Donovan Mitchell and what Donovan Mitchell's future is. Brandon Tierney going to join us next. Coming in hot. We're doing it this week. 940 on the fan.
7: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?